You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I dive into the sales psychology of mini programs and quick cash offers. I share specific examples from my business and the six things that you should consider when selling these offers. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire, Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about the sales psychology of mini programs and quick cash offers. Now, when I talk about sales psychology, I'm not talking about sales tips. It's not, here's exactly what you say so that you will sell your mini program or quick cash offer. I'm talking about how do you need to think about these programs, these offerings, and how are your potential clients thinking about them? And I really actually think that that is step one to being able to sell them more effectively. And as I kind of take you through these tips that I'm going to give you, you will see how kind of leaning into the correct thinking and the correct mindset around selling these programs and the kind of place that they have in your product suite is going to make you more sales. Now, I think of quick cash offers as really easy to sell introductory offers. Now, that is a term I've been kind of using in my business since 2016. Nowadays, it's more so called a mini program or, you know, kind of a mini offer. I'll be using the terms interchangeably, but basically it's just something low cost. So it is kind of low ticket within your product suite and it is really easy to sell. Now, my first quick cash offer was a Pinterest makeover. Now, I sold this back when I was a social media manager in 2016 when I started my business. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt that every time I sold that offer, it would sell and someone would buy it. Now, I would kind of hold it back and maybe once a month or once every six weeks, I would put out limited spots, maybe two or three. The reason for that is it was a done for you offer. So there was a lot of setup that I had to do um, for that to kind of get it rolling. So I could not just, you know, run a masterclass and a million people would buy it. That also just wasn't appropriate for my audience size. My audience was much smaller and also people didn't necessarily want to learn about Pinterest. They wanted someone to do it for them. So that quick cash offer really, really worked for me. So again, you know, when we're talking about sales psychology, it's how we think about these things. But I just wanted to kind of give you that example of the Pinterest makeover so that you could start chewing and thinking about what could this look like in my business. Now, let's kind of go into a few things that we need to think about when it comes to the sales psychology of these offerings. The first thing is do not rely on these to make up the bulk of your income. I think that we put way too much mental pressure and way too much mental load on selling a ton of these offerings in order to hit our income goals. Now, that is really damaging, I think, for a lot of people because the reality is they just don't have the audience size to sell a ton of these to the point where it makes a sizable difference in their business. Now, I have sold primarily 
my main offerings, my masterminds for years and years and years now. And last year, I kind of started dipping back into quick cash offers. It was something that I did a lot at the beginning of my business, but I kind of took that off my plate just because it adds a layer of complexity. And the first time I launched one, um, I think we sold about 160, 180 spots. I think we made about $42,000 in four or five days. And the reason why I was able to do that is not because, you know, oh, like she had this perfect strategy for selling it. It's like, no, she has a huge freaking audience who maybe have not been willing to commit to her higher ticket programs. So it was a really easy yes for them to sign up. But I had never put that pressure on that program of like, you better save my life and make me all this money. So if you are going to have these, I want you to think of these as boosts, but they are not the main event. The second piece in terms of how I want you to think about these offers is I want you to use them to qualify warm leads. So for example, the reason why I sold a Pinterest makeover as my quick cash offer is because I sold social media management packages. So if someone was willing to invest, let's say, you know, the price for those, it went anywhere from, I think like $500 when I first started to maybe $1,200 when I stopped selling them. If someone was willing to invest $1,200 for a Pinterest makeover, it was very likely that they would be willing to invest, let's say $1,800 or $2,500 a month for social media management services, which is what I was priced at back then. So I was qualifying who is someone who cares about their social media presence, who's willing to invest a higher price for this, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be cheap in order to be a mini program or quick cash offer. Um, but who is willing to invest in this? That is an easy yes for them that I could then figure out and identify, okay, well, these are the people who are most likely to invest in my higher ticket offerings. So that's really how I want you to be thinking about these. It's how do I identify who is a good fit for the thing that I have next? So as an example, I um, will sometimes sell a kind of mini program that qualifies if someone is a fit for my higher ticket offer. So let's say I have a quick cash offer where I sell a 30 minute private coaching session and let's say I sell it for a thousand dollars. If someone is willing to invest that, they are probably willing to invest a thousand dollars a month to be in my wealthy woman program. They're probably willing to invest three thousand dollars a month to be in my mastermind. They might even be willing to invest even more than that um, to be a private client of mine. So I am identifying who is a potential warm lead for my main offer because again, I am not relying on the mini program or quick cash offer to be the bulk of my income. I'm seeing this as an introductory offer to kind of get the ball rolling and give my income a little boost. Now, the third thing that I would say here is remember that it is all in the upsell. So as I just gave you that example, your quick cash offer could be an intensive, but we don't actually want to sell the intensive. What we want to sell is the one-on-one coaching package. So if you are unsure of what to sell, reverse engineer that and first think about, well, what's the thing that I actually want to sell? If what you actually want to sell is your fitness group coaching program, then you selling a quick cash offer that is a 30 day one-on-one program isn't really going to move people into a long-term group program. It might move them into one-on-one, but it's not really going to move them into your group program. Let's say you want to sell people into your podcast management services, but then your quick cash offer is something about video marketing there's not as clean of a leap between a video marketing quick cash offer and then a podcast management package. So really just being very intentional about how can I get people to come into my world, invest at an introductory rate, 
qualify that they're a warm lead and then upsell them. But that's really what you want to be thinking about because you can still make really, really, really good money without these. I only added them into my product suite last year because I was, you know, bored and spicy and wanting to kind of have some fun a little bit. Um, but I don't rely on these to make the money in the business. Do they make good money? Yes, but that's because of the volume that I have. But the really, really good money is in what I sell after that. The fourth thing I would say in terms of how you think about these, and this is where I see people get messed up the most, is keep it simple. So I will sometimes have a client come to me, let's say in my Millionaire Mastermind or my Wealthy Woman program, and they'll say, you know, I'm going to sell a masterclass. It's going to be two hours and I'm going to cover this, 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 and that. I'm like, okay, well, that could be like a whole course. That could be a whole mastermind. That could be a whole group program. So why don't you delete half of them? right? They delete half. Okay. Delete another half. And the reason for that is if your offer becomes too complex, then people really need to think through whether or not they want to invest in that offer. And that is not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to give a very simple, easy invitation. So as an example, let's say I did a quick cash offer all about sales calls. So it's, here's how to have a 95% sales call close rate like I did. And all I talk about is sales calls. That is a really easy thing that people can figure out yes or no, right? Some people might be like, yes, I totally suck at sales calls. Let me get in. Some people might be like, no, I don't want to do sales calls. I want to learn how to sell in the DMs. So it's just an easy thing. I'm not saying I will teach you about sales funnels, lead generation, sales calls, selling in the DMs, upsells, building out a sales team. Like that's way too much. They can go learn that in sold out sales, but this is how that sales call quick cash offer could then upsell into sold out sales, right? Because people could take that and it could be like, great, you just learned everything about sales calls. Now you need to learn all of these other things. So it creates a really easy path, but just keep it simple is the biggest tip I would give you. Like people are really looking to learn like one big thing, but not everything ever. Or if you're doing a done for you offer, you know, for example, maybe you're cleaning up their inbox, but you're not cleaning up every backend system they ever have. And the reason for that is you do all of the above in your big package. And that's the real thing that you want to sell. But if you kind of stuff too much into the mini program, then people typically won't upsell because there's a bit of an overwhelm of, okay, now I have to go implement all of these things that I've learned instead of, you know, okay, now I need to go get in a container, a longer term container and get the support because I know that there are so many other things that I need to do. So that's kind of the shift there. The fifth tip that I would give you here is to really focus on rinse and repeat. So the whole point of a mini program or a quick cash offer in your product suite is that you have something that you can pull out at any time, put it out there, and you know it's going to sell. If you have to do a ton of planning, a ton of graphics, a ton of launch emails, a ton of live streams, a ton of selling, it's just not worth it, right? Because if I had to do all of that, so like I have a big team, so I need team to support me with you know copy and graphics and all of these things could i do it myself sure but that's not my role in the business i'm the ceo i'm the coach i am not the graphic designer or the copywriter the whatever so i have to delegate all of these things people have to get paid for the work that they do so that then starts to eat into my profit and if i then sell it once and i never sell it again Maybe I made $10,000, but I spent 4000 right? But if I could then take that product and sell it again in three months, I don't have to spend four k again. I've already spent that. Maybe for you, it's not financial investment in terms of team. Maybe it's time, right? Maybe you put a ton of time into creating the assets. I don't think you need a ton of assets just to be clear, but if you do have them, launch it over and over again. 
The other thing here is one of the reasons why people are able to leap into quick cash offers so easily is because they've seen them before. People had seen me sell the Pinterest makeover as a limited time quick cash offer. It'd be like 48 hours only, 72 hours only. They had seen it over and over again. So then when it became available, it was really easy for them to say yes. They knew that it wasn't available all the time. They knew it was a limited time thing. And they had seen me talk about it and I could use the exact same social posts, which I did. I could use the exact same graphics, which I did. So this is also, I think, something that's nice to have kind of in your back pocket. Let's say you are taking time off for vacation and you're worried about, you know, my business isn't going to make money while I'm gone. Literally take that quick cash offer and schedule out the sales content, have a payment link so people can sign themselves up. And now you have that in your back pocket and anytime you want, you can just throw that out and make money. That's the goal here, right? It's to make a little bit of a boost. It's not to sell the whole thing for you, right? And the last tip that I would give you here is to really focus on heck yes pricing. So we want this to be an easy yes. We don't necessarily want to be the cheapest thing in the room. And the reason for that is we want it to still be reflective of the value that we're delivering and we're still looking to qualify warm potential leads. So as an example, um, I recently did my six-figure roadmap masterclass at the beginning of the month, and that is something that I have delivered before. So I already had um, the graphics, I had the sales page, I believe we first sold that in 2020 and we then did an overhaul of all of the assets in April, 2021. So two years ago. So we just took the exact same sales page, the exact same emails, the exact same automation, the exact same graphics, social posts, all of that. I didn't need to come up with any of that. And we just kind of relaunched it. Now, the purpose of the masterclass was to give people a roadmap for how to scale their business to six figures. So the idea was here are the pillars, here are kind of the fundamental steps that you have to nail to get your business to six figures. And also I answered the question of if I had to start over from zero, you know, what would I do? How would I get there? So considering we're talking about building a $100,000 business, the price point, which I did of $197, that seems really reasonable, right? If you want to learn how to have a $100,000 business, but you don't want to invest $197, like there is a mismatch. Would I charge $15,000 for how to have a $100,000 business for a 90 minute masterclass? No. But would I charge $5? Also no. And the other thing here is what I actually really wanted to sell was my wealthy woman program. So my wealthy woman accelerator program is for women who are scaling to six figures slash low six figures, let's say $100,000, $150,000, $180,000. And they have um, twice monthly group coaching calls with me, twice weekly group coaching calls with my uh, support coaches, a weekly CEO co-working session. They get the wealthy woman training vault and they get access to all of my programs. So for example, the six figure roadmap, they got that for free, sold out sales, abundant AF. When those programs come up, they get those um, 10K May, which is coming up soon. They get that for free. So all of that's kind of included. They get access to those programs as they become live um, as a kind of bonus and thank you for being a part of the program. So if that program Wealthy Woman is $9.97 a month, then me charging $197 for a 90-minute masterclass is a great way to see, one, who's interested in hitting six figures, which is the ultimate goal of the program, but two, who's willing to invest at that level, right? Because if someone's not willing to invest that because they think it's too expensive, then they definitely think Wealthy Woman is too expensive. And I don't actually care how many people buy the six-figure roadmap masterclass. Like, my income doesn't come from that. Like, it, that is not a part of my sales plan in the sense that I you know, have a meaningful expectation that this is going to make me money. My ultimate goal is, yay, I got a little income boost, cute, but, you know, more specifically, I'm trying to sell my main program and I'm trying to give people who might be initially hesitant about that $9.97 a month commitment, 
to get a taste of what is it like working with me. They can figure out, do I like Sabrina? Do I not like Sabrina? Is she, you know, full of it? Does she actually have something meaningful to say? Do I vibe with her? Is this something that I feel confident about? And then after that, then they can make a decision to invest further. But the $197, like that's, you know, that's nothing. I don't really care about that. So I think that's the shift we've got to have. That's the mindset shift, the sales psychology shift we have to have around mini programs and quick cash offers so that we can tackle them in the right way and approach them in the right way. Because I see too many people kind of jumping from mini program to mini program. And there's this kind of like crash and burn because they're constantly putting out new assets. They never resell the same thing and they expect all of their money to come from that. And then they don't really upsell anyone into anything after. So there's got to be a shift here. I hope that this episode was helpful for you and I'll see you in the next one.